Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Find Your Daily Calm. I'm Sel Gaston. Today, you will hear a reading of a best-selling book entitled Make Every Move a Meditation. The book was featured in the Wall Street Journal. The voice you will hear in this reading is the author herself. We are honored to have Nita Sweeney read for us. Nita is the award-winning wellness author of The Running and mental health memoir, Depression Hates a Moving Target, How Running With My Dog Brought Me Back from the Brink, and co-creator of the writing journal, You Should Be Writing, a journal of inspiration and instruction to keep your pen moving. Her third book, Make Every Move a Meditation, was featured in the Wall Street Journal. A certified meditation leader and mindfulness teacher, mental health advocate, ultra-marathoner, and former assistant to writing practice originator, Natalie Goldberg. Nita founded the group's Mind, Mood, and Movement to support well-being through meditation, exercise, and writing practice, and the writer's mind to share using writing practice to produce publishable work. Nita also publishes the writing resource newsletter, Right Now, Columbus. She lives in central Ohio with her husband, Ed, and their yellow Labrador retriever, Scarlett. Before you listen to Nita, here are a few words from one of our partners who help us keep free content coming. I'm going to read from the beginning of my newest book, Make Every Move a Meditation, Mindful Movement for Mental Health, Well-Being, and Insight. I looked at different passages, but I think just starting at the beginning is the best place. Introduction. On a bright Saturday morning, as I ran along the Olentangy Trail with three other members of our PACE group, the conversation turned to meditation. It might as easily have turned to which Central Ohio restaurant we would go to for breakfast, upcoming races, or last week's Buckeye football game. Instead, a woman asked how I practice. I do sitting meditation, I said, but I also meditate while I run. I was meditating just now. 
That's a thing? Another woman asked. It is for me. Today, I'm noticing my left foot. When my mind wanders, I gently bring it back. The whole run? Most of it. How long can you think about your foot? Isn't that boring? Well, I don't think about my foot. I experience it. I notice the sensation of my foot hitting the ground and observe any changes. I pay attention to how my foot feels in my shoe. I sense if it hits harder than my right. When my mind wanders, I count my footfalls. If I pay close attention, it's not boring at all. Silence. Eventually, someone brought up breakfast. But a few weeks later, the woman who initially asked approached me. I tried your left foot meditation. It's interesting. I rarely pay attention to my feet. Since I tried it, I feel more relaxed when I run. She thanked me. That brief conversation is part of what led to this book. The woman, like many other people I've talked to, found the notion of movement meditation odd, also appealing. Movement meditation was worth exploring and explaining. Of course, I didn't create movement meditation. Centuries-old traditions embrace it. But for that woman, it was new. What I didn't tell my sister runner was that this path of noticing, whether it be her left foot, her breath, or her thinking, is about much more than physical activity. Meditation might make her a better runner, or someone else a better golfer, tennis player, dancer, gymnast, or weightlifter. But more importantly, consistent practice could lead her to insight, the kind that can enhance daily life. It might even free her from suffering, a pain she might not even know she has. If one person finds that, it will be worth any effort. Why bother? If you're like most people, including me, you exercise for a variety of reasons. You're depressed, so you exercise to cheer up, or you're anxious and want to calm down. Maybe you hope to relax or zone out. Perhaps you seek bliss and joy and escape from your troubles, or you want to feel strong. Then again, you might just want to look fabulous in your swimsuit. No shame in that. The beach beckons. Plus, you're already busy. There's the partner and the kids and the dog. You need to mow the lawn. That work project is still due and those groceries aren't going to shop for themselves. So why add what sounds like another task? Your mind gets a workout every day, all day long. Isn't exercise a time to give it a rest? Why pile what seems like another layer on top of your current exercise routine? After all, meditation of any sort takes time, energy, grit, determination, and discipline. As Buddhist monk Bhante Gunaratana says in Mindfulness in Plain English, meditation takes gumption. Why on earth would you want to infuse your movement with something that requires effort and dedication? Well, there are hosts of reasons. You're probably already aware of the many ways movement improves your life. Meditation enhances that. Studies on people who meditate show the physical, emotional, and cognitive benefits ranging from improved athletic performance to growing new brain cells. But there's an even more compelling reason to add meditation to your movement routine. Freedom. 
Beneath any desire you may have to relax, zone out, or toughen up, and under that wish to look and feel physically and mentally better, lies the urge for freedom. Freedom from what, you might ask? Freedom from suffering. And that, freedom from suffering, is the main reason I bother. During the winter after I turned 49, a social media post by a high school friend caught my attention. It read, Call me crazy, but this running is getting to be fun. I did indeed think she was crazy, but she also looked like she was having fun. I was definitely not having fun. The chronic depression that had plagued me most of my life resurfaced after seven loved ones, including my 24-year-old niece and my mother, all died during the same year. That friend's social media post found me on the couch. I don't remember bonbons specifically, but excess food had become the anchor in my wellness plan, causing my weight to balloon and my mood to plummet. Exercise seemed long behind me, and I didn't believe it would help anyway. I was suffering so much, I wasn't sure I wanted to stay on the planet. Meanwhile, that high school friend kept running. As I watched her gradual progress, principles I knew from years of meditation and previous stints of movement resurfaced. The change in her and the shift I felt was familiar, impermanence. Her progress and my interest reflected the natural ebb and flow that's always happening, which many of us never notice. Her online training plan said 60 seconds of jogging. That's not all it said, but that phrase stuck like a mantra. As winter wore on, my curiosity grew. One March weekday, when my husband Ed and most of the neighbors were at work, I pulled on faded, tight workout clothes, picked up a digital timer, leashed up our yellow Labrador retriever, and walked to a secluded ravine in our neighborhood where no one could see us. I set the timer for 60 seconds, then stood long enough for the dog to wander away and water a nearby shrub. When I finally hit the timer button, it set in motion a series of changes so huge I can hardly believe them myself. But running was tough. In my first book, A Running and Mental Health Memoir, I shared how a congenital ankle defect, my weight, one especially unhelpful medical professional, and my incessant negative chattering thoughts threatened to derail me. Some days I still hear that familiar refrain, Who do you think you are? I felt a sense of gratitude that before I found running, I'd already been meditating for 15 years. I also had a solid writing practice, a strong community, several great teachers, mental health medications, and therapy. Movement rounded out that toolkit. I quickly realized I could meditate while I ran, infusing the thoughts and body sensations that arise on a run with a focused attention and a calm attitude. It makes running less difficult and more interesting. Meditative skills keep me going when willpower fails. In the years since that life-changing social media post, I've run nearly 12,000 miles, including two ultra-marathons, three full marathons, 36 half-marathons in 23 states, and more than 100 shorter races. 
While those numbers may sound impressive, what counts is my improved inner fitness. I went from a woman who wanted to die to one who thrives. I feel more stable, calm, caring toward others, and interested in the world than before. That inner transformation motivates me to share this practice. Let's talk about mindfulness meditation, which is what I do. Hundreds of definitions exist for the word meditation. The type of meditation I practice follows a tradition dating back thousands of years, Vipassana, insight, often translated to see clearly. The technique is called mindfulness. John Kabat-Zinn, creator of the Stress Reduction Clinic and Center for Mindfulness in Medicine, Healthcare, and Society at the University of Massachusetts Medical School, offers an elegant definition. Mindfulness means paying attention in a particular way, on purpose, in the present moment, non-judgmentally, as if your life depended on it. Rather than escape from experiences, mindfulness meditation teaches us to be fully present with them. Instead of escaping from our lives, we escape into them. I learned to meditate while I was moving, and you can too. So why this form and not others? My experience, the experience of countless others and scientific studies confirm that these practices, ones that teach you how to keep your head where your feet are, offer freedom from suffering. If you already have a movement form you enjoy, learning to meditate while you move can refresh, deepen, and remove and renew that movement while opening new doorways of discovery. If you already meditate regularly, attend retreats, or even have a teacher, this book can freshen your practice by adding a new dimension, meditation in motion. And if you've fallen away from any practice, the suggestions I offer might bring you back to a joy you once knew. If you don't have a movement practice, I aim to help you find one that you love and show you how to infuse that with meditative awareness and a calmness of mind to create something beyond exercise, a practice of transformation. So I hope you'll consider making your movement form a meditation whether you pick up my book, Make Every Move Meditation, or whether you simply uh, infuse your experience, your thoughts and body sensations with meditative awareness on your own, anyone can do it. It's very simple. I set forward um, uh, some steps about how to do this in the book. There's a lot more information um, available on my website as well. And I, I want to just thank you for the opportunity to offer this to you and uh, thank you so much to Daily Calm for allowing me to share my practice with you. We thank Nita Sweeney for joining us in this wonderful reading. Check out her books, especially the one where she read the introduction of in this episode. Learn more about Nita, the awesome books she wrote and the wonderful work she does. Details are on the show notes of this episode. May you be calm, may you be at ease, and may peace be with you.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 